Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax. Your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guessman, coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on January 31st. That's right, the very last day of January as the LA Galaxy get ready for their first preseason game coming up on Tuesday and then tracking eventually into the weekend where we'll all actually get to see them play. Uh, a lot of fun stuff going on with the LA Galaxy in the news section this time. Um, official signings, unofficial signings, players showing up, all sorts of fun stuff is there and ripe for the taking, so we're going to talk all about that and, of course, get you ready for uh, this next upcoming week of training and how everything's going to filter into, uh, eventually, the preseason games. All right, we got a bunch of stuff to get to, but before we get to any of that, I want to welcome uh, my very special guest co-host tonight. Um, she has been doing a wonderful job covering the LA Galaxy. I'm glad that we could get her in here. Uh, she is uh, currently works for LA Sports Access at LA Sports Access if you want to uh, follow them on Twitter. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Corner of the Galaxy for the very first time, Miss Delmi Borias. Hey, Delmi, how's Hi, it going? Good, you say it right, right on. I, I was trying. Yeah, you did good. You I was did good. Delmi and I have been practicing before <laughs> before all this to try and get that right. But I'm surprised uh, you didn't butcher it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But uh, anyway, no. Glad to have you here. I know you were uh, out at training earlier this week, so yes. we're going to talk a whole bunch about that. Uh, the Galaxy, um, you know, still in the midst of two a days, although they scaled back a little bit this week with some days where they didn't go two a days. So um, they're sort of in that mix right now, where Javier Valdecantos, our uh, <laughs> our main character, will of course be uh, be talking about here very soon. But um, I, I know what you said on Twitter. You said he scares you. He's he's terrifies me who isn't afraid of him i i don't know anybody i know exactly the, i know the players are afraid of him i know i know everybody's afraid of him so yeah, yeah. no it makes uh, it makes a lot of sense so we're going to talk about that but before we get to too much of that i want to go through some of the things that we have here at corner of the galaxy going on right now because if i don't talk about them now i'll forget by the end of the show uh our best in the pot our best in the galaxy t-shirts uh, are still for sale, so please head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Click the shop button. $20 helps you support the show. You get these awesome t-shirts. Uh, go to our YouTube page, and you can actually see uh, the graphics that I'm putting up. And remember, live shows on Thursday on YouTube. Don't miss those. Um, but no, our shirts are still up there. They go until February 5th, so if you haven't ordered yours, hurry up and do so because we have this really strange habit of completely discontinuing um, t-shirts after the first run. So we'll never bring, we may never bring it back. Of course, I also reserve the right to definitely bring it back. So <laughs> between one of those things, uh, we'll see how that goes. And then our other thing I want to talk about before we get too far away is, of course, our live show. Our very first ever live show kicking off our 11th season covering the LA Galaxy uh, at Taps Brewery in Tustin. It's just seconds from uh, the corner of the Galaxy Studios here just down the way. Uh, it'll be the same day as the LA Galaxy facing off against the Vancouver Whitecaps on February 16th. Uh, that game is at 5 p.m., so we're doing an event that starts at 12 p.m. at Taps Brewery. They gave us the entire patio. If it rains, we'll move inside, so don't worry about that. Uh, but basically, doors open at 12. Our live show goes on at 12.30, uh, and we'll wrap everything up right around 2.30, so that way we can get out of there and uh, the reporters can go cover the preseason game. The mm -hmm. fans can go head to the stadium. All that fun stuff will be there. Special guests. Uh, I can confirm one special guest who's going to be there. Uh, Michael Araujo, the voice of the LA Galaxy, the PA announcer, will be at our uh, event and 
and uh, I think I'm going to coax him into doing some live introductions <laughs> for our podcast for our live show. So that should be a lot of fun there. Uh, the LA Galaxy Star Squad is going to be there. Possibly Cosmo, Cosmo 1, or Cosmo 2. Who knows? We'll figure it out. So all those fun <laughs> things coming up on February 16th. Hope to see you out there. Uh, fun prizes, all sorts of stuff. Going to raise money for the LA Galaxy Foundation as well. So we got we got a lot of stuff, Delmi. There's a yeah. lot of stuff going on right now. I'm excited. Let's yeah. get to it. All right, let's do it. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about, we're going to dive into uh, Javier Valdecantos. Let's talk about training on Wednesday a little bit. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> so uh, so let's go behind the scenes for everybody and just sort of tell how it normally works. Um, the LA Galaxy put out a schedule. Um, that schedule says when the media availability is going right. to be. Um, and then reporters show up for that media availability. Now, they tell you when training is going to start. And then you're sort of there for a little bit. Yeah, just hanging out, waiting for it to be over. <laughs> right. Okay. Then it's over, and you get to talk to players, and then the players go inside. So that's that's sort of how it goes. So if the if the uh, training starts at ten, um, you know, at around eleven, usually eleven, eleven yeah. thirty, depending on the it's preseason, so it goes a little longer sometimes. Uh, eleven, eleven thirty, the guys are done. They walk off the field. You get who you want. You talk to them. They go inside. They change. They, they right. Do that. All right. That's not what happened. That's though. the normal day. That, that's, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. <laughs> what, so so what happened on. Wednesday was that uh, the Galaxy players got done. They made their way over to the media availability. And Javier Valdecantos, a man who now has, what, by my count, three Oy. nicknames, uh, none of them nice, no. uh, um, <laughs> basically yelled at the players and said, you have to get in there and work in the gym. Um, he yelled at the communications team, team because they should not have been speaking to any press at that point, but they were. Right. And so so they were. So they were doing that. So um, it all goes sort of slides weird in this. And one is my first take is that uh, Valdecantos, the assassin, the butcher, the murderer. I like the assassin. The, better. Asa the assassin. Let's go with that. Um, that makes sense. Those the players are affectionately calling him that, by the way. <laughs> I just I don't want I don't want people to think like we're making up <clears throat> nicknames for him. That's the players calling him that. Um no, you look at this, and, and he's basically, he's driving the bus. That's great for the yeah. Galaxy. The Galaxy are, as I've been told, have been put under an extremely strict and rigid schedule for training, for in-between training, for the two-a-days, for yeah. before games, everything like that. So when you understand that, I mean, what do you, you know, you said you're scared of him. I, oh, I agree. Absolutely. What, what do you think of the this sort of, this attitude that he's bringing to the LA Galaxy, though? I kind of love it. I feel like it's giving the team a structure that I have not seen, at least during my time there. Right. So I love that he has them on this very strict routine. And I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, even on Wednesday when Jonah, I saw like a very brief video with Jonah in it. He was sweating. Right. He was like out of breath. We don't really see that a lot once they come over and talk to us. So right. it was kind of neat to see, okay, you guys are really exhausted. Like, he's really putting you through the ringer. Yeah. Um, no, I appreciate it. I love that he's living up to that nickname. Um, I, I love what he's bringing to the team. Yeah, it, it, it seems like, and again, I, I, I agree with you 100%. It's bringing an intensity, Absolutely. and not, not, even, not even an intensity too, and an accountability Yeah. that, that I think has been lacking. Um, I was talking with, with somebody and they were telling me, you know, if you look back at the past coaches with Bruce Arena, Curtin Alfo, Siggy Schmidt, um, I, would argue, I would say that this person is probably correct in that there wasn't like a taskmaster. Master. Right. I mean, Bruce Arena really did leave people alone and trusted them to be professionals. Guillermo Barrascoloto and his technical <laughs> staff seem to be like, no, 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 you're going to show yeah. up at this time. I mean, is that something that the Galaxy 
are they going to benefit from that or is that going to eventually hurt them? Is he squashing creativity? I mean, what do you think of that? No, I think that it's great. And I think, what was it, at the first practice where we had media there, Ola Kamara even said, it's actually the intensity level has increased big time. And it's maybe something that we haven't even had in prior years. Right. Um, Which I, I like it. I like that he's... Like you said, there's no room for error. There's no room for playing around. They have a very strict schedule, basically from the morning that they have to be there. What is it like an 8 a.m. breakfast with the team, and then starts from there? Um, no, how I don't I don't see why or how it would affect it really. Yeah. So I, I, this is this is the one thing that I think you know the galaxy sort of screwed up on in terms of in ter- terms of this whole thing is that um, you know if you say you're, there's going to be media availability, then there should be yeah. media availability and. Listen, it's just going to take a little time for everybody to sort of understand what the schedule is. And the preseason schedule is not the season schedule either. I mean, things really, really comes back in terms of, um, you know, the intensity right. and, and the duration. Right. And the so, first two weeks are probably the hardest two weeks. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Running to the guys in the ground. I've talked to a couple players and they told me that it is every bit as hard as they thought it yeah. would be. And it's harder. Um, and that they think, uh, I, I think one player, I love this quote. One player said, said, whatever comes of this, we're going to be in, in, in shape, <laughs> you know, what, and it's true, <laughs> whatever said, what, whatever comes of this is going to be in shape. So, um, and I, I think there's something it, it clearly that seems that there's going to be something to that. So I'm perfect. This is all good in my yeah. book. I, I agree. That's not the part that we have an issue with at yeah, all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just to clarify. Yeah, I was going to say. So, yeah. as reporters, we do our absolute best to completely stay out of the way. Completely. Right? So, if yeah. you have training to do, I don't want to be there. Yeah. I, I want to be out of your way. I don't want to keep you from doing anything. Those, that's their job. Us trying to do our job is, is something different, and we work around them. Yeah. So, I have no problems with that. We're going to make sure that we stay out of the way all the time as much as we possibly can. Um, but if you say you're going to have it, you need to have it. And yeah. so, that's something that they need to work on. And whether that is a cultural difference, which it doesn't feel like it's cultural. It feels like it's just scheduling. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree it's scheduling. I, I think the really interesting thing was, and I was watching some of the videos they were showing the guys training in the gym. Um, and I should say gym in quotation marks because they were out in the hallways. Yeah. They were everywhere. Um, it is intense. I know. That's what I mean by who scares me. <laughs> Can you imagine a workout with him just for even 30 minutes? No. I'd die. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I, I work out on a fairly regular <laughs> basis and there's no way. I'm like, no. I know. No, no, not going to happen. So, no, I mean, he is. It's good. I, I think all this is good. I think he's smart enough and he has the experience. And I was joking before he came. Uh, I was hoping that Valdecantos was going to be like this 60-year-old, small, little, uh, <laughs> you know, Argent- Argentinian who was like sitting there like smoking a cigarette and yelling at people to like move faster. But he's not. Um, and he's not that guy. He's he's way more intense. Yeah. He's intimidating. He's scary. He's in shape. Oh, completely. R- right. Um, yeah. There's just nothing about him that says, hi, I'm friendly. Approach me. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think John Rojas did a great job. He got a, a, an interview with him um, in Spanish. And uh, I saw some translations of that. It's just there's some really good stuff to, to sort of come in. That. And that's one of the things. Um, that you sort of look at with this LA Galaxy team and the the influx of, of really, you know, the Spanish-speaking um, technical staff right. and the Spanish-speaking players and all this stuff. There's been an increase in that, and there should have been an increase probably well before this group came in um, to, you know, sort of exploit the region that's here with the talent that's here with the Spanish speakers, with the English speakers um, in Southern California. So getting some of these guys from Mexico, right. uh, getting these guys from South America should have happened a long time ago. So seeing it finally you know, sort of manifest itself in Guillermo Barra in uh, Dennis DeClosa. Um, you know, 
you go back, Delmi, and you think Caleb Porter was very, very close um, to I being mean, the yeah, coach of this team. I know. And uh, you, can you imagine what the makeup of the team would be? Completely different. Completely different. It's not even close. No, no, <laughs> and it would it wouldn't be close. And so I think that the I think the Galaxy by I don't know maybe a little luck maybe some maybe some genius with with Dennis DeClosa. Um, however, you want to spin that particular. Yeah didn't happen Caleb Porter coming didn't happen and it moved away however you want to spin that um it, it's going to work out best I think for the LA Galaxy yeah. because what I'm seeing right now and granted I still think that there's problems with the defense even if uh, even if they get some <laughs> signings in um you know the bottom line is that I don't think they need to be ridiculously good on defense this year to significantly improve they just need to be a little bit better on defense and clear some of those contracts for next year and really that starts to starts to do things right so um, I don't know. I think it's been really interesting. I really love Javier Valdecantos. He may be my new favorite person in the whole yeah, world. Yeah, me too. Um, he's, <laughs> he's a lot of fun. You know what I kind of want to happen? You know how they have like the media game, like the soccer game where media goes in place? I kind of wish they would be like, you guys have 30 minutes. Let the media just train with him and see how you do. I'm in. I mean, I would strap Can on make my... make that happen? I'd strap on my shoes for that. I would, I would, <laughs> I would get out my rowing gear. I would I would get ready to go. So Who do we talk to? Make it happen. I think, I think we, just, we just need to poke the right people i think that's how it is uh if we keep interrupting his training sessions i imagine that we will get a chance to run run. absolutely he probably hates us by now oh he hates me you're you weren't there that day i wasn't there no yeah he wasn't (laughs) definitely hates me (laughs) kevin was there he was like hey what happened so uh we'll see how that goes all right let's get on to uh gamma who spoke after training on wednesday people have been asking does he speak in english yes he does speak in english uh, he is better in Spanish. Yeah, he's not that great in English, but they're trying to get him to speak a little bit more English. So they're actually encouraging us to ask him maybe one or two questions, nothing too difficult, too hard, right. but just to get him to practice because they don't want it to get to the point where he only does Spanish press. Right. Um, because it's problematic. Even for me, sometimes I'm not the best at translating and Twitter has let me know right. <laughs> of that problem. But um. Yeah, I mean, he's trying. He, he is trying. Well, here's the thing, and, and uh, I'll say uh, another reporter told me this, that uh, Guillermo Barros-Scoloto in English is not a good quote, and in Spanish yeah. is only slightly better. So it's it's one of those Aww. guys, I know. It's no, just, I disagree. I, you know, I think what it is, he, he doesn't elaborate as much. He'll still keep it a short answer, but he's straight to the point. So he does answer your question. Right. He's just not slot on what will give us, you know, so much seven, content. Seven and, pages. Yeah, exactly. He's not like that, but it's not that bad. Re- Reporters are, are cringing every time Zlatan opened. It was like uh, Jose Mourinho, whenever he came to um, to the uh, StubHub, you know, a couple yeah. of years ago, whatever. You would ask him one question. I think he got through six questions in a 45-minute yeah, like, press conference. Yeah, I believe it. That's Zlatan. Yeah, that's Zlatan. <laughs> exactly. And so that's Zlatan does go. the same thing. So you have seven pages of uh, transcription that you have to go through whenever Zlatan mm-hmm. speaks. So Guillermo being short doesn't hurt us um, at all. I think that really he's a guy who is uh, extremely intense, very focused, um, has a ridiculous technical understanding of the game, which I think the Galaxy been lacking. So, I mean, tacticians and, and understanding that why. So, we have a whole bunch of quotes from him. I want to run yeah. through some of these. Um, uh, Guillermo Berescoloto speaking after training on Wednesday on the team's chemistry, and I quote, he says, we have a good group and everyone is getting to know each other and knowing who's next to them. It's very important for me as a head coach that all players understand each other, but the most important thing is the Galaxy. We have to at least take the Galaxy to the playoffs this year. That's what we're working on, and it's fundamental that there's a good lock room so already trying to meld all of these different pieces and quite honestly a team that doesn't have too many interchangeable pieces that have changed over the season tell me it really is 
a couple guys here and there that they're going to yeah. bring in. And for the most part, the core of that group knows each other and understands right, each other. Right, it's the same core. Do you feel like, it, to me, that feels like a, a, a bonus for the Galaxy this year. Yes, you're bringing in on the same group that missed the playoffs last year, but it was also a group last year that had like 15 or 16 new players on it, and so there was no chemistry. Absolutely. Now it feels like there's more chemistry. Absolutely. They know each other. They, they know how they play. And I mean, they're, they're in a hotel room every day during training the next well now what is it like week yeah so it definitely helps the chemistry and helps them build on that but yeah it's definitely an advantage i'd say yeah it, it feels it feels that way uh let's see uh here's on uh, on the roster and overall process to build his team um this is guillermo he says first of all there's contracts that were set before my arrival and dennis's arrival that must be respected and there's the budget that must also be respected <laughs> from then on from then on we look for the possibilities that we have um, and during this window, it hasn't been many, but we will see what happens in February. Obviously, we will be working on improving the team in any way we can. Again, we're hearing, and it's something that we've sort of been saying on this podcast for a long time, Delmi, is that we're hearing that the Galaxy's hands are tied with most of these contracts. Right. I mean, and that was one of the <laughs> that was one of the parts coming back with 15 players um, coming back, and and with you know 20 something players returning from last year. And whenever you look at it, bottom line is some of the people who were. Uh, who the Galaxy, I'm sure, would like to get rid of. Um, Jorgen Shelvick would probably be one of those that guys. That was the name that I was thinking. <laughs> yes, yes. So Jorgen Shelvick, who's on a million-dollar contract and likely to get a raise. Um, likely to get a raise because contracts have raises in them. That's how this works. Uh, that contract is not up. I don't know if it's a three-year contract. It might be. I, Let's you, hope it's not. That you would hope that it would be a two-year contract with an option at the mm -hmm. very worst. And if it's an option, we know what way that's going to go. Exactly. And so, But Michael Ciani also... Uh, had an option on his contract. If you saw that whenever they got rid of him, he actually had an option on that contract, which they declined. Which so, is insane when exactly. you think about it. So so taking a look at that, you're hearing that, you know, Teclosa and, uh, and Guillermo Verscolo, they have their hands tied. We told you that. Um, we knew that's what they were going, that, that was going to happen. So really the only guys you get a chance to replace are sort of the Sianis, the Coles, and you definitely probably don't get two new guys. You might get one guy right. for in between that. So, um, again, Gamer Bereskoto just sort of telling you how it is. And if you're not listening, then you're complaining that the galaxy aren't making moves. Um, you know, that's sort of on you. I, I you know, I, I can't get upset about that. I also, you have to look back at the former administrations that were in charge of these things and put the blame there as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So, um, you know, Pete Viennes, um, and under, you know, Siggy Schmidt and Siggy Schmidt certainly tried to do, I think his best in trying to bring in a whole bunch of new guys after Anolfo was basically hands hamstrung with the galaxy, trying to put that team together under Pete Viennes and, and, uh, and Jovan Karofsky and stuff like that. So, I mean, trying to get this team back on track now is going to be more than just a one season thing, but I'll say this, the galaxy were just, you know, points away from making the playoffs last year. So close. Um, they're put. They they should realistically be one of the top seven teams in the Western Conference this year. So you could say that they make the playoffs this year. Um, any improvement that you get is is good improvement. Absolutely. I also have a stat here that's going to come up here in a little bit that I'm going to tell you about expected goal differential versus actual goal differential, okay. which is a weird stat that I'll try to explain. <laughs> but I'll also tell you how the Galaxy probably got lucky in 2018 and how they might not be that lucky in 2019. So it's something to sort of keep an okay. eye on. Um, let's see, other Guillermo quotes that I have. Um, 
on when he would like to have his roster set, he says, I think that will happen the week ahead of the Chicago match. That's really when the roster yeah. deadline comes in. So, so he has no choice, really. Exactly. Uh, which means the four DP things, and he talks about that here in a little bit, but the four yeah. DPs is going to have to be figured out before that. He goes, and he says, because the window is closed during all of February in MLS, and given the roster rules, we won't know our final roster until the end of February. Um, on how the team can be attacking team and still be good at defending, he goes, we need to attack, but we also need to know that the rival teams also attack, and we need to know how to defend. We need to know that while we are attacking, there are players that need to be ready for the possibility of losing the ball, recovering it, and going back, or the same pressure of losing the ball right away and recovering it quickly. So there's a lot of ways of defending, but we will have more possession than them. But also when we lose the ball, we need to recover it fast. You just heard Guillermo Barros-Scalotto's philosophy on how he's <laughs> going to teach the LA Galaxy to be better in 2019. Um, that one quote is perfectly said. Uh, very concise, and it's exactly what you know the Galaxy need. That it's not just about the defenders, although certainly they're going to try to get some right. better defenders. But I mean, what what do you think when you hear uh, you know a coach sort of saying that? You think he's simplifying it? I think he's trying to simplify it. I think I think sometimes that just works better that approach. And I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll tell you this. Some of the players have have already said. Some of the defenders have come out and said, and basically said that Guillermo has been very, very clear and concise on what he wants them to do. And, yeah. And knowing that there's one thought in that head, dummy, they're they're gonna be, I think, a better team already. You heard Giassi's artist say it when he went to Columbus. Yeah. Same thing. No, and I think he's giving them specific direction of what he wants and expects from them. Right. And like you said, I, I feel like he has simplified it for them. And I think Romney gave a quote out or something recently where he said, you know, he's basically told us what he wants and what position he wants us exactly where he wants us to be. Now we just have to go out there, listen and execute it. So there, there's something and you always get into this. And, and I always hear people saying there's going to be people who say that they understand soccer better than me, because I'm going to say that whenever a coach gives simple instructions to players they're going to be more successful and the most successful coaches in the world are guys who can simplify what they're asking for right. to get it to go now i will be told and i have been told many times i don't understand what i'm talking about <laughs> because um it's 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 the players are way too smart for that every player knows what they're supposed to do at this level and, play. and the bottom line that's not true um, and that's why some players are successful under different coaches in the same systems. Um, and so for Guillermo Barrascolota to sort of come in here and, and talk about that, um, it, it's some interesting, it, it's just, he's giving that finite detail to these guys that is a simplified way of trying to understand this stuff. And for me, that means that, you know, really the galaxy could have, um, a vastly improved team defense this year, just because Guillermo Barrascoletto has imprinted upon them what they need to do. So if they didn't sign any more defenders, would you, do you feel confident enough going, like if you win a game right now, like an actual regular season game with no added defenders, you think they'd be okay? No Polenta? We, can we count Polenta? We can count him. Okay. Technically speaking, we all know he's with uh, yes, the team. It's yes. not a secret. It's not officially announced right. yet. It, it should be any day now. Let's count him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I still feel like they're two defenders short. Exactly. And that's just in numbers. It's just numbers. <laughs> and that's not necessarily starters, by the way. I don't believe, first of all, with the way the Galaxy's contracts are sort of hamstringing them, I don't believe that they're going to be able to build, bring in like another starter after Polenta. No. Um, so, but I do think that they need some backups. Now, they've been having some guys who have been training um, that are younger guys that they could possibly put in that role. But when you look at the list, and I have the list. I don't think list. there are any that are going to end up with the team. One, two, three, four, five. I have five defenders on this team right now. And then you add Polenta, so that's six. 
All right. So there are six defenders for four positions. We're, we're assuming it's four. It could be three. Yeah. Um, could be. But you're you're talking about four. Um, okay. So four. So that to me means you're short on defenders. That's why I need at least two more to give you eight. Eight then is at least double the number that you right. should have. So any injuries, but there's they no have a backup. There's no backup at right back exactly. again. Exactly. And we all and everybody knows the LA Galaxy have a history with right backs. Let's not jinx them, but it's the truth, and that's why it's worrisome. Because what if? Yes. You know what if? <laughs> what if? What if Rolf Felcher falls again, again over a ball, and he's and, done for the season and tears again. his pec again? This beautiful, beautiful pec that he had. The man is like looks like a chiseled statue. <laughs> I love um, following his Instagram account. By the way, he has, as, as somebody constantly reminds me, tell me he has the voice of an angel. I'm uh, weird. He, he sings all the time, and. Uh, as uh, at Galaxy Profile, uh, who is associated here with Corner of the Galaxy, Eric runs the at Galaxy Profile on Instagram. You need to follow it because it's hysterical. I, I enjoy like following it so much. Uh, Rolf has a brother too. There's there's two Rolfs. There's a, there's a Rolf and then there's Rolf's brother. So there's, take your pick. There you go. So there's uh, there's plenty of situations there for that. But okay, so let's get now to the best quote I think from Guillermo yes. Barrascolotos on whether he knows when the designated player situation yes. will be solved. He's simple. He goes with uh, just a few words here, Delmi. Uh, he says things. Will be solved in the coming days. I don't think there will be any problems with that. All right. Uh, this is my favorite topic yes. to talk about. All right. So, I mean, uh, we're going to get know. to Jonathan's quotes next because okay. that sort of comes. Let me hit um, um, Uriel Antuna real quick because there's a quote about him and he has officially signed. He has signed on Tuesday as we had predicted on the pro- podcast as soon as we did the podcast. He would they definitely sign. Um, we told you he was basically with the team already. So they announced it on Tuesday. It has happened. Uh, Uriel Antuna is going to be a midfielder, probably a winger. Um, he has some speed. Dennis DeClosa thinks highly of him, thinks that he could be good. Um, he's a Mexican international. There's lots of good things on loan from Manchester City. We imagine it's a year-long loan. In fact, yeah. I think they said it was a year-long yeah. loan. Um, so all those things are good. He's coming into a position where people will go, oh, not another midfielder. Okay, listen, they don't have that many wingers. Midfielder on the wing is fine. That's good. And there's no, there's, there's not necessarily going to be an issue with where he plays either, Delmi, because you have, um, he's not a starter probably right away. Right. He could be. Yeah, I think he'll eventually be a starter. Yeah, and, and, and that definitely could. Um, and so we're going to get to some, some quotes. But I wanted to, before I gave you the Antuna quote, I wanted to tell you that he officially signed so that way we can then go with this quote. Uh, this is what Guillermo Verascoloto said. He says uh, that he can settle with the team, that he can give us and showcase everything he showed at Santos that made Manchester City sign him. I knew about him, and Dennis knew even more from the Mexican national youth teams. Um, so that's basically Guillermo saying, yeah. we, we like him, we'll see what he can do. All right, cool. Yeah, they have very high expectations for him, so... Extreme, well, I mean, and I have some quotes from him we can get to here in a little bit as well. Um, Corner of the Galaxy has exclusive quotes because Larry grabbed him before on Tuesday. Uh, Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, okay. <laughs> uh, grabbed him on Tuesday, and then nobody got to talk to him on Wednesday. I know. So, uh, so we have the exclusive quotes. I'll go over some of those. But Jonathan Dos Santos getting back to four DPs. Jonathan Dos Santos says, just before Valdecantos yells at everybody and tells him to get into the gym, uh, uh, Jonathan says, I believe in Spanish, he says, Gio stays, Gio stays. The team needs him. He's a good player. Not all teams have a player with the quality of Giovanni, and we need him this year, and he's going to stay. No doubts. Yeah. I translated that, by the way. I have. I actually pulled your tweet in Thank order to you. say it. So, so good people job. back off. That's right. <laughs> um, so you have Jonathan Dos Santos. Now, let's. Yeah. if this was any other player saying that about Oy. somebody... You would be like, hey, he's pumping up his teammate. He's right. saying he's saying he's great. He's gonna you're but not gonna say not. <laughs> but it's not it's his brother. It's his brother. So what else is he going to say? Is 
I'm very conflicted on this. If you would have asked me a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, I would have said there's no chance Geo yeah. stays with the galaxy. I would have bet on it. I would have put anything on it. Right. My perspective has kind of changed a little bit, guys. Just it, a little bit. It shifted, right? I mean, I'm absolutely. St- I'm still leaning in one direction. Yeah, but, but now I have. I mean. Yeah, first of all, they're brothers. Right. So what else is he going to say? He's not going to say, he's, he's oh, not, He's not, not going to throw Gio under the exactly. bus? Exactly. Okay. Yes. Absolutely not. And um, so what else is he supposed to say? He's going to say he's a great player. But also, if you look back at the interview from, um, when was that, exit interviews last year. Oh, uh-huh. He yes. says the same thing. Right. He was asked the same thing. His answer was more or less the same thing. He's a great player. We need him. And a lot of teams have a player, you know, from his caliber. Of course, he's staying. Right. Same response, more or less, just a few months later. However, they seem so confident that he's staying. And if you look back at Guillermo's interview, I was, you know, over analyzing this video right. four days because right. that's what we do. Um, someone asked him in English. They asked him in English, um, are you hoping that someone is going to give up that DP slot? Or are you going to buy down a contract? Right. X, Y, and Z. Um, then someone had to go and translate that in Spanish. They only got to the, are you hoping someone is going to, you know, drop that DP status? And he stopped and said, yes. He didn't even let them finish the question and translate it in, in Spanish or whatnot. Right. He just stopped them and said, yes. And this whole entire time he's been talking about, he wants to build a team around four people being Gio, right. Jonah, right. Alessandrini, Slatan. Right. No, I mean, you you fall into two things here, and and I agree with you. I, I looking at that, I'm I'm sitting here going, okay, so the restructuring sounds like it's more of a thing. Who's going to restructure? And by the way, everybody thinks it's Alessandrini. I'm starting to think otherwise. Uh, it is interesting that Alessandrini and and Jonathan Dos Santos have basically listen. They're they're really really close in terms of their salaries. Yeah, they I are. Mean, it's only a hundred and forty thousand yeah. or a hundred thirty thousand dollars. Um, difference between two million and a hundred one point eight six nine. Yeah. So the the numbers are almost the same. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things you sit there and go, okay, could you restructure Jonathan's contract now? Exactly. Now here's somebody. People have been throwing this out, and I was on the Galaxy Facebook pages that on in the fan groups and and talking, and I try to be the voice of reason in there. Um, and I will say this: that some people are like, well, okay, so get Jonathan to take the pay cut and just pay Geo more money. And then because he's already a DP, right, you get you get Jonathan to not be a DP because you can restructure his contract easier and then you can pay and then the brothers can just split the money afterwards. And I said, listen, <laughs> listen, MLS is not going to let you get away with that one. All right. They're not stupid. MLS knows you're trying to go around the rules here. You know, you're trying to finagle something. It's going to have to be a clean deal if it happens. And I know people will say, well, MLS, you know, doesn't have a rule against it. Well, yeah, there's there's plenty. Yeah, but they can decide that there's a rule against it as soon as you try it. So one of the reasons I think this might be taking so long is that the Galaxy are trying to do something that the league do- isn't necessarily some, something they want them to do. Um, and the other reason is that if you're going to renegotiate somebody's contract, we all assume it's Alessandrini. Yeah. And that Alessandrini doesn't necessarily want to do that either and that no. you're trying to convince him. I'll tell you this. The other thing that makes me nervous or in terms of I'm nervous because I have been on the side of Giovanni Dos Santos is not going to be back with the LA Galaxy this year. Yeah. And so I'm nervous in the fact that I feel that twisting and I feel that they're all four are going to stay. Uh-huh. And if 
the reason that makes me nervous is the Galaxy have even really started to plaster Giovanni Dos Santos's face on social media again, and he's sort of been, you know, persona non grata for a little while. They haven't been posting anything because he drives everybody, um, and drives everybody crazy. Really, I can see I see Galaxy fans going nuts. Um, so you look at that. And you say, okay, so if they really, if they're starting to pump up Geo again, do they know something? Again, trying to read the intentions here. I have been trying to find out um, what has actually been going on with all my sources. And I'll tell you, I think that there are probably three people who know what is actually going on. I think that Guillermo Barrascoloto knows. I think Dennis DeClosa knows. I think whoever the player they're working with knows. And I'm not sure anybody, maybe Chris Klein. Chris Klein yeah. would know. So four, there's four, Dan Beckerman, five. All right. So you go into all five of those and you talk, that's it. Because I'm hearing yeah. nothing in terms of it, what's happening. But everybody says it's going to happen soon, Delmi. Yeah, well, Guillermo did say, the question was asked, when do we expect this whole thing to be resolved? And he said in the next few days, and it shouldn't be our problem. He's very, he's very, you know, it's not going to be an issue. They're all going to, he's basically saying they're all going to be here. And I know that this is a very unpopular opinion and people are going to hate me for saying this. But at this point, I think my money is on all four of them staying, including Giovanni Dos Santos. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you at all. I think that it is, I think that however it happens, it's setting a poor precedent because Giovanni Dos Santos has been making, you know, basically the contract has gone from 5 million to 5.5 to 6 million. Yeah. He's getting, and by the way, I, I expect this year that it goes 6.5 mm -hmm. because that's been the way it's going. Um so he's been making, he's going to make all this money. And granted, it's a contract. One part of me says the player gets what the player gets, Delmi. And if you're a player, you're like, I want to get as much of the pie as I can. So right. I don't, I don't blame Giovanni Dos Santos for trying to take all the money that he can. That's fine. Um, but I think the Galaxy, in terms of their payout and what they've gotten, they've gotten, you know, shortchanged on it. And there's no way to sort of fix that. And you're out however much money that has been over the life of the contract. And I had that number at one point. That's so much money. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um, so the fact that Geo is costing the LA Galaxy that money, and granted, above the salary cap, above a DP, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's just AEG's money. Um, you know, outside of, I believe, the cap hit for a designated player is like $510,000 this year. Um, so outside of the $510,000 it costs for a DP spot, whatever you pay him, it doesn't really matter. It's AEG's money, but at the same time, that's money that could be used to go to a different player of a different caliber. And if you're paying 6 or $7 million a year, tell me you're paying a ton of money. And you can get a lot for that money and I not know. Giovanni Dos Santos. I, so that's, that's where my question is. Obviously, we can all agree Alessandrini deserves to be with the Galaxy. He should definitely keep his designator's player's position. Um, but why why not just buy him out of his contract? It, well, I mean, it's you're paying the money anyway, right? Yeah. So at that point, do you just want... I mean, if anyone's contract is going to get, you know... Or if anyone's gonna get less amount of money, my money is on Jonah. Right. But I don't. I don't know. I mean, what does he really? This sounds so mean, but what does he really bring to the team? He hardly did anything last season. What position does prior. he play? What position? I I don't have a position does for he, him. I mean, he clearly doesn't even play, so he has no position. So why is he here? Yeah. It, listen, I think that. One of the things you could say is Guillermo Verascoloto thinks that he's a reclamation project, that Dennis Closa thinks that they can fix this. And listen, lots of lots of managers have said that before. Uh, I was talking to Mike Gray today over at LA Galaxy Confidential, and Mike was saying, you know, you know, maybe they see something in him. Um, and that, you know, he's never really worked under the quote-unquote taskmasters, right? Those guys who are like, hey, 
I'm holding you accountable. Otherwise, you're sitting on the bench and, you know, all this stuff. And I don't know. I think that he has in some European teams, and I think that that probably didn't go well. Everywhere he's gone, he's sort of underperformed. Is it that our expectations are too high? Is it that he doesn't work hard enough? Is it that he gets injured too easily? I mean, all these things sort of fit into it. He did have an okay year with the LA Galaxy, that first full year that he had. An okay. It was, it, well, but it was double digits, right? It was double digits yeah, assists and goals. If it wasn't Giovanni Dos Santos and it's Roman Alessandrini, which is what he did um, in his first season, aren't you like, that's really good? Yeah. There is some bias against Gio. I'm perfectly well aware that there's bias against Gio. But he should also be consistent to some degree. You're getting paid. You're getting paid over six million dollars. You better bring some kind of productivity to your team if you're getting paid that much money and you're not. It is. Uh, it is an interesting conundrum. And then, what? and he's taking up a roster slot, yeah. which they and could potentially need later in the year. So at this point, to me, it just makes more sense buy him out, keep the rest of the team happy, keep that slot open in case you sign someone later in the year. You know, the summer transfer window, the Galaxy cannot afford to go through the summer transfer window. I said this uh, a couple podcasts ago, but um, the Galaxy cannot afford to go through a summer transfer window and not get any players like they did this last exactly. year. Because all the teams get better in the summer. Except for the LA Galaxy. Except for the LA Galaxy yeah, because so they had nobody. They didn't have any room to do it. Exactly my point. So why keep the roster completely at capacity when you could potentially just leave a little wiggle room? You don't need him. You have a point, you know, maybe he could improve. Maybe you see something in Geo that the rest of us haven't seen. Um, but is it really, do we really need to risk that? Is is there a point to risking it? Is there something that you're going to gain that is so exponentially good? Okay, so let's let's play the what if game. Okay, Giov what if? Giovanni Dos Santos stays on the LA Galaxy. Yeah. He finds a role in the starting squad, which suits him well. Mm -hmm. He plays really, really well. Okay. The LA Galaxy basically have four designated players on the team. Yeah, like Galaxy go to MLS Cup. Oi. I mean, it, I mean, but you're taking it like way on the contrary. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> like that's way like wishful thinking there. With Geo? I I agree 100% by the way. I don't even believe what I'm saying. But, me neither. <laughs> but it, it's one of those things that you sit there is like if and we play and the if is so large in this particular case. Like it's not one of these small ifs, dummy. We're like, well, but if this happens. Yeah, that's a huge if. Yeah. Okay, let's play your game. Okay, good. If uh -huh. this theory right. <laughs> of yours happen. Um, I think we would all be like, okay, we were dead wrong. Yep. Um, sorry for every negative thing I've ever said about you and Chris Klein and right. just all the front office that we right. all tend to bash on and right. blame. But, and it'd be amazing. It'd be super amazing. He'd be worth the 6.5 or whatever he'd be getting yes. paid by that point. And all would be good in the world because we would be champions. Right, right. I mean, I mean, that's that's what you eventually get to, right? Is you get yeah. to that because the bottom line is that if you have Geo that underperforms in any sort of way and he's on the field, it hurts the team. Uh, if you have Giovanni Dos Santos who's making six million dollars and is sitting on the bench, he's hurting the team. He takes up an international slot. He's hurting the team. Um, there's a chance, by the way, that it seems like somebody in the upper echelon is gonna get a green card. We don't know who that is, but it could open up an international slot, which is something we talked about for the summer that the Galaxy might need and might want. So that's another thing to keep in mind. So let's play hypotheticals here. If you're mm -hmm. trying to make a deal with somebody and you're trying to say, hey, Roman Alessandrini, we love you. We think you're great. We think that you bleed the white, blue, and gold of the LA Galaxy. Don't do it. We want you to stay. But what we're going to do is, one, we're going to help you get your green card. So that way you're you're not an international player and it doesn't hurt the team as much. Because international players, because of the slot, it, you can get another international player. It helps the team. That's the general idea of that. 
Um, so we're going to go ahead and reduce that. Um, but what we need you to do this year is we need you to take a pay cut to $1.5 million. But what we're going to do is we're going to add a raise-in for next year, a raise-in back to DP status for the continuing three years, the next three years. So you start doing that and putting that deal together. He gets more money. He wants to stay in LA. You already know that. He, You help him get his green card. He becomes, you know, sort of the uh, the the international who's not an international like Robbie Keane was right. eventually. Okay, you do all that stuff. I mean, if you're the LA Galaxy and you can pull that off, is that not a good deal? Does it not save you some money? With not- I kind of like it. I hate that I like it, but I kind of do. My thing is, at all costs, they should be doing anything in their power to keep him. He he needs to stay in LA. Right. Um, I mean, that's what's what's that pay cut? It's it's about three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I mean, roughly right around that. So, so short term, it wouldn't be great. No. Um, especially after the last two years, he's he's had he's had an amazing two years. He's done a lot of good things for the team. So you would actually expect him to be getting a raise, yep. not you know the opposite. That's that's the problem. He's gonna make money on the back end. Yeah. That's the whole idea, right? It's yeah. This but year- long term. Oh. Long term, that puts him in L.A. for a few more years. And that's something that he has emphasized before. He loves L.A. He loves this club. He's talked about how comfortable he is here, how much he loves it. And, you know, he loves he loves this club so much that I think if that guarantees that he's going to be here for the next few years, I wouldn't be mad about it. Okay. Chat room brings up a great point. Um, Let's see. uh, JJ uh, says, you're going to ask Roman Alessandrini. To take a pay cut. Yeah. And he has to look at Giovanni Dos Santos every yeah. day. That's asking so much <laughs> sacrifice. I, I agree. There's going to be conflict in the locker room is basically what's happening here. I mean, you, you heard that Roman has said multiple times that he wants to be a designated player. He thinks yeah. he's earned it. And by the way, he, nobody has earned it more outside of Zlatan, right? The DP. Exactly. Okay, that all makes sense. So y- you can get that and you understand it. Um, I'm just saying this is a problem. This is a this is a problem that probably has multiple solutions. I don't. The best solution, in my opinion, is that you rid yourself of Giovanni Dos Santos and you keep everybody where yeah, they're at. and, and everyone agrees. And everybody's happy outside of maybe Jonathan Dos Santos gets angry because his yeah. brother's not there anymore. But, but also, he's walking away with 6.2 million dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not horrible. Not horrible. Um, so you look at all that and. And so that's sort of what we said. So anyway, I think does is that a good enough, um, a, a good enough sort of idea of where the galaxy are at, and the fact that it seems like, it seems like this is all coming to a head. It ke- feels like everything's squeezing in, and an yeah. announcement is forthcoming. Now, I by the way, it could be done. Oh, I I I have it in my mind that they know already what's going on. Contracts have been settled. They know all four of them are staying. I have convinced myself that everyone knows except for all of us. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I keep trying. I keep asking. Nobody. No, but they're I they're all staying. I'm. I can, You're convinced of that. Yeah. Today, actually, this morning, I convinced myself. All four of them, including Giovanni Dos Santos, is staying in LA. Right. And if that may, if that means that Alessandrini stays, Jonas stays, even if worst case scenario, yeah, pay cut, I, right? Then it's okay. It, yeah. it's, and, and it's not just that; it's that the worst case scenario here was that Gio would stay and Roman Alessandrini would go oh, away, right? At, that, I think that that's was, what everyone feared right. because at that point, the club is basically saying. Uh, you were great for us, but you know what? We're choosing this player who didn't really do anything for us and we're paying him for no reason. 
but thank you for your services. Yeah, and and that's uh, and so that doesn't seem to be happening. And by the way, the the social media and the billboards that have gone up have showed oh, have I showed know. Roman Alessandrini. <laughs> I don't think there's a Geo one. Have you seen? No, Geo I haven't seen Geo any billboards, anything with Geo aside from recent pictures that Galaxy are posting on social media. Yep, Logan in the chat room gets banned for mentioning Pato. Um, just, <laughs> just 43 minutes into the podcast. Um, yeah, well, it's very good. All right, uh, let's go on yeah. now and uh, and talk here. We'll we'll wrap that up put a bow on it we'll say okay that's good uh real quick i want to give you some I, I guess breaking news some developing news in terms of joao pedro it, it's not something that's going to surprise you but mm. i'm going to tell you where everything is sort of going with this uh we know joao pedro was loaned out uh to a portuguese club uh tondela is the name of the, the uh, club so he's gone there we imagine it's probably for six months until the season is en season ends yeah uh it's it's fairly evident from talking to people um, sort of on both sides of this, that neither the player nor the club expect Joao Pedro to ever come back to LA again. Um, and that's not something that, again, everybody's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And it, But it, it seems that that's sort of a fight. Uh, that's final, that that's not going to happen. So whatever happens at the end of the six months, he'll probably be loaned out again. Yeah. Um, he'll be sent out um, and then at the end of his contract, that's going to be it. Uh, the bottom line is the Galaxy paid uh, Delmi anywhere between, depending on who you believe, seven hundred and one point five million dollars. And by the way, it's probably one point five. Yeah, million. I was going to say, I believe the one point yeah. five million dollars. Right, paid one point five million dollars in a transfer fee for Joao Pedro. Yeah. Um, we told you some of the quotes that they gave whenever it happened in twenty seventeen. Uh, you know, really. Uh, it was it was a failing on all front in terms of trying to navigate and locate this talent and then go after the talent and then understand that they had something that was an asset. Somebody some people have said that you know Joel Pedro just didn't get the chan chance or the time. But okay, so you have a guy like um, like Guillermo Barrascoloto. Wouldn't you think that Joel Pedro would at least come in and train for him if there was any sort of idea if if that was going to happen? And so that didn't happen. Um, he didn't come back, and so he is now in Portugal, which is, I, from my understanding, a good move for him. He's happy with the move. Um, that his he's home there. country as well. So it is. It is his home country. So he's back home. Um, that's good for him. I think he's probably a pretty happy guy there. Um, but yeah, he's he's not coming back. So say you know, adios to to Joao, and and you can you can talk to him on Instagram. He seems like a nice guy on there. He's always on Instagram. You can and stuff talk like to that. him on Instagram. That's that's other people. <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that, but other people are allowed to do that. Yeah, I'm so. not allowed to do that either. But have fun with that, guys. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> You guys can say um, say ciao to him and uh, and all that fun stuff. Um, let's get to some Antuna quotes. Quotes. Let's try that again. Let's get to some Antuna quotes. Um, and again, these are exclusive to Corner of the Galaxy. Thanks to Larry Morgan, not on Twitter. And by the way, he loves that name. <laughs> loves that name. I call him that now, even I, when I see him in person. Did you see him pop Twitter. up? By the way, this is if, for people who follow us on Instagram at Galaxy Podcast or you follow at Galaxy Profile. Did you see Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, made a cameo a appearance? Sebastian Lejet's video. I That's saw right. that yesterday. <laughs> that is right. So, so there was somebody put together a video yeah. of, of why Be Sebastian Lejet and Becky G. Yeah, why they were like the perfect couple. And I mean, come on, they're the cutest couple ever. They're, they're Love adorable. Them. They're adorable. And yeah, Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, was right there. Mac Middle in one of the videos. <laughs> right there. Like you have to wait a little bit for it to happen, but but tell me he is there, and I send it to him. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, the world is a crazy place. <laughs> 
So he's insta famous. That's now. right. He is Larry Morgan on Twitter. <laughs> anyway, Larry was able to jump in front of the line and talk to Antuna, um, who has officially signed, as we said, yeah. with the LA Galaxy. So here are the quotes from Antuna. I think you're gonna love this kid. This kid seems like he has his head screwed on straight. I, I really think this could be one of those like under the radar sort of things. Um, the fact that he's owned by Manchester City might pose a problem in the yeah. future, but we'll see if that's a that's an issue at all. Uh, here's Antuna. He says, "I'm very happy." He goes from the climate. Um, by the way, it was 32 degrees exactly. uh, where he was coming from. Uh, he's very happy from the climate, the food, the language. He goes, I'm thankful to be on this club. I'm just happy to learn and get the most I can out of it. I'm here to add and be the most helpful player I can. He says, I think it's a fresh start. It's good to add minutes and get playing time and learn from the big guys like Giovanni Dos Santos, Latan Ibrahimovic, and Jonathan Dos Santos. Um, in in Holland, when I told my teammates uh, the team was looking at me, uh, they said, yes, don't even think about it. Go. The time difference is a little tough, but I tried to keep up with, with the scores and see how the league was doing. Um, and he says, from the beginning, it's commitment um, about when the what the team is asking right. for him. And he says, I'm here to add something, whether it's to score, assist, or sit on the bench and support. Just help in any way I can on and off the field. I'm looking forward to accomplish what we all want which is a championship. So there is Ariel Antuna, the 21-year-old winger for the LA Galaxy, um, on loan from Manchester City for the year. Um, this is Dennis DeClosa knowing which strings to pull and knowing who was unhappy. <laughs> like that, that is the Dennis DeClosa connection, and that is one of the reasons that he was an excellent hire as a general manager from everything that we've seen so far. I mean, clearly if the Galaxy fall on their face, face uh, I, I deserve the right to completely retract all the nice <laughs> things that I say. But they won't. They, it doesn't seem like it. No, I think they're on a great track. It feels that way. Yeah, it does. I mean, we've said that before as well. I so know. So let's not... Well, yeah. Eric, 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 the Portuguese hammer and I were talking and, and I've said this on multiple podcasts, but he and I were both of the belief that if the Galaxy had gotten to the playoffs last year, that it would have been very difficult to beat them. And there was maybe one or two teams that was probably better than them in, in terms of the actual talent on the field and what the Galaxy and how the Galaxy were playing at that time. Um, and it was... Uh, it was really Atlanta on the other side that you were like, okay, so they lose an MLS cup, but they probably could have gotten there Made if they it. go. Because I didn't think that they were worse than Portland. They played Portland no, very well. No, I don't think so either. You look at the rest of the you know, FC Dallas. I didn't feel like there was any team in the Western Conference that was better. Now, granted, for the second 45 minutes, Houston was better. Than I was about to say, it really just came down to those last 45 minutes. Prior to that, even a month or two before that, we saw a completely different team that could have made it to the playoffs. Could have made it to the playoffs. Could have made it deep in yeah. the playoffs. So um, I have faith this year it's going to happen. Oh, well, I mean, first no, of all. No, I really do. I really, really feel like this year, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say they're going to win. Right. Um, yeah. They get in the playoffs. That. Well, I for, absolutely think they will. First of all, they almost have to. There's seven teams who get in from each side. That That's fine. But I feel like they're a... And by the way, you look around the league and I've been watching people sort of predict where the LA Galaxy yeah. might be and they're just like, oh, they didn't get that much better and, you know, their defense. Which again, a good criticism, but the LA Galaxy's defense was bad. They're probably going to be better this year. Um Probably. And it's a guess because I don't know what Polenta is going to bring. And yeah. I don't know how, Shel by the way, people who think Shelvick's not going to start. You guys are so silly. So Shelvick is starting with Polenta. They, I don't know. Romney plays left back right now. And you got Felcher over there on right back. That's sort of where you sit with all this stuff. So there's your four man back line right now. I think they can work miracles. I think with the, with the structure they have now. And I think also it will just help to have the same coach for an entire season and have like the same staff for one entire season that alone in itself, I think, is progress. And also, we're forgetting, Slatan is the highest paid player in the MLS now. 
and he would do amazing things. That's he told us that. Yeah, exactly my point. So, so yes. I believe anything he has to say, and he says we're gonna do great, and we're gonna do great. There you go. All there right. Go. If Zlatan says it, you kind of you kind of exactly. gotta go. Uh, a little game we're gonna play here real quick called "Where in the World Is Diego Polenta?" <laughs> based off of the hit children's uh, cartoon, and uh, yeah, it was a cartoon, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a cartoon yeah, was. and a computer game at one point. Yeah. Um, is where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Uh, it's not really a game at all. We're just gonna tell you where Diego Polenta is, which is training with the LA Galaxy. Delmi already told, told yeah. you that. Yeah, it was yeah. nothing major. Um, this again goes into the fact that what I've been reporting specifically is that Diego Polenta is not going anywhere, nope. um, that he is going to be an LA Galaxy player, that that is all going down the line. The contract probably has already been signed. They're just waiting to announce. I'll tell you that because it's Thursday, they have a very small window on Friday morning to do it if they yeah, wanted to, don't think but it's they're gonna not going to have to do it. No. no. Friday Next is a week. horrible day to announce things. Yeah. So Monday or Tuesday. Um, my money's on Monday. I expect it Monday morning. I, I feel, no, um, I take it back because Monday... A lot of press shows up to the practices. So, uh, nope, not gonna happen. I don't. I yeah. don't believe it. They they tend not to care about that, and so then next the, week it'll happen. Next week we'll get an official announcement feel, of his signing next week. It feels it feels like that is the way. So uh, Diego Planto, who has been training, who has been seen in photos, John Rojas uh, initially saw him and uh, and did a good job uh, pointing him out. So he's <laughs> he is there. Uh, he's with the Galaxy. Everything is expected that it wraps up and then it gets signed and that he will be uh, there for the preseason games that start on Tuesday. Yeah. So all that stuff is really starting to rack up, wrap up. Remember, uh, the closed-door scrimmage um, is happening on Tuesday against Vissel Kobe. Um, Kevin Baxter gave you a bunch of background on the LA Galaxy and why they're eventually playing this game on Monday. So go back and listen to Monday's podcast if you want that. Uh, remember that the LA Galaxy's uh, first closed-door scrimmage there is available, and I don't know if the tickets have already sold out, but it was at one point for season ticket members were, I think, $125, and the non-season ticket members were $175, extremely limited. You also got to uh, have a meet-and-greet and, greet and sign, get some autographs from um, Iniesta, uh, Via, and Podolski. So it was it was a whole thing tied in. That happens on Tuesday. Galaxy told me they didn't know whether or not they were going to stream it. I'm going to guess they're not no, streaming it. I doubt it. You might get some social media updates on it. Very, very... Yeah, like the minimal. Minimal yeah. stuff. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to be there on Tuesday. I don't know if any I'll press... I'll be there. Are you going to be there? Yeah. Okay, so you can follow Delmi at Delmi Barrias. B-A-R-I-L-L-A-S. Nicely done. Nailed You're getting it. better at that. I'm, I'm working. Yeah. The more I say it, the more I say it. Um, so anyway, so you can follow her on Twitter. She'll have that for you. Um, I imagine that we'll, there'll be some other LA Galaxy reporters there as well. Yeah. Kevin might be there. Uh, is Kevin in town? Kevin, yeah, I think Kevin's still in town. Kevin might be there. Might send Larry Morgan. Might be there as well. So we'll see if we can uh, we can get some coverage for COG there as well. Um, but anyway, so that's coming up on Tuesday. Then we go into Saturday, February 9th, 7.30 p.m. kickoff time. LA Galaxy versus Toronto FC, who have sent... Uh, Sebastian Giovinco off to, uh, I believe, the Middle East somewhere. Um, <laughs> the Middle East. Yeah, it, it was it was an interesting sort of trade. So they're going to get some money for that, which is, I guess, a little shocking to some people. There's been some big blockbuster trades in Major League Soccer. You should check it out yeah, on Major League busy. Soccer with uh, Miguel Almiron, um, with Acosta, I think, from uh, from uh, DC United also going possibly. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that has been happening. Check out the MLS news for that. We stay mostly focused on the Galaxy, and they haven't sold anybody for lots of money yet. Um, yeah. 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 I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. We'll we'll see how that is, uh, how that goes, and and how. Do you it wake goes. up every day just looking at your email, hoping that you're gonna have like breaking news? No, I like breaking news is fun, 
but it's more fun whenever they don't tell me about it. It's more fun whenever I find it out. So stop I, asking. I, yeah, I'm always, <laughs> like, stop asking. I'm always trying to get that stuff. Uh, so anyway, so Saturday uh, at Dignity Health Sports Park. The Dignity. The, is that what we're calling Sorry, it? Sorry, I cannot call it the call, Dignity. People, people are saying Acosta fell through. It didn't happen. Okay, so okay. See, I'm, I'm no just Acosta. I'm trying. Um, trade Geo to Toronto FC. That was a good one. I like that one. Um, I'm just reading through the... Uh, through yeah. through all this stuff. Okay, so good. All that stuff is happening. Uh, so Acosta's not going anywhere. Yeah, I go. think it was like a $10 million transfer that, that people were hinting good, at. Yeah, so. it's going to be for a lot of money. Yeah, so it would have been interesting. Um, but Miguel Amaron was $27 million, mm. I think, to Newcastle. That was amazing. So anyway, uh, back to the games. February 9th, 7.30 p.m., Dignity Health Sports Park against Toronto FC. Then Saturday, February 16th, that is a special day, of course, because we have <laughs> our live <laughs> show going on at noon. The game itself at Orange County Great Park is at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Even if you're not going to that game you don't have tickets you should still be at our live show we have some special guests there i think uh whenever i can finally announce them i definitely will but i'm i'm really thinking we got something here so you guys are going to want to show up for sure am uh, i invited to this you are absolutely okay. yes please come okay um good. so anyway saturday february 16th there you go la galaxy versus the vancouver whitecaps 5 p.m orange county great park then we go back to saturday february 23rd dignity health sports park 8 p.m pacific time la galaxy versus the colorado rapids uh that will be what they're quoting as the final preseason game um of this 2019 preseason and then of course march 2nd the la galaxy will face off against the chicago fire to kick off their particular 2019 season uh just 30 days until the match against chicago 11 days into the preseason now 18 816 days <laughs> uh since the galaxy's last playoff game and 1500 116 days since the LA Galaxy's last MLS Cup win. Wanted to make sure I got that. So February 16th again is Saturday. Uh, that is when the LA Galaxy play the uh, the Orange County Great Park game against the Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, we will be at Taps Brewery on Saturday, February 16th. All right. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else that you want to get to that we haven't covered here? Um, Do you think that players will play full halves for those preseason games? Okay, so for I, I, sometimes it right? depends, it's I'm a progression. Like... It's a progression. So what you should see is in the closed door scrimmage that um, it's you know thirty minutes, thirty minutes max. Yeah, yeah. I think you're going to have three different teams. You'll have you have a, ten yeah. players, ten players. They might switch goalies twice. You know yeah. that'll be sort of be the the off one. Maybe they switch goalies three times too. So they'll they'll do that. That'll be your thirty minutes. Then the next game, that Saturday game, is anywhere between thirty and forty five minutes, right? So you get that thirty to forty five. Then you go for the Great Park game. You're looking at forty five to sixty minutes, and then the last game you're looking at sixty to ninety minutes. You know, ninety minutes for most right. of the guys, and then sixty for the rest of them. So that should be the the natural progression. But we'll see. They've been working so hard. I know. I'm curious to see the goalies go at it. Like. I know we've seen Bingham, obviously. Right. I want to see the other guys. Matt Lampson. Yes, um, I am very, I mean, we've seen like little snippets of them at practices, but obviously they keep those pretty tight so you don't get to see much. Right. But I i am curious to see how they're going to perform. Yeah, Justin Bomsig, uh, LA Galaxy 2 did end up signing uh, Abraham Romero. Is that, was that right? I think that's right. I'll look it up while, while, we, while we talk. But anyway, um, no, that was one of the guys that I told you and include you in the LA Galaxy did have interest. This is a guy who went down, I believe, to Pachuca um, and didn't get a whole bunch of playing time and, and didn't anything he was. So now he's coming back to the LA Galaxy Academy. He was an LA Galaxy yeah. Academy kid. So this is that's good day. Dennis DeClosa again going back and getting you know getting that I stuff. Know. Yeah, Abraham Romero is the uh, is the LA Galaxy. Um, He's got contacts too. He does. Dennis DeClosa really does. Oh yeah, he really does. He uh, could. I feel like he could essentially pull a player from anywhere. 
and you feel that way. He has. He, you feel like he has enough connections, and and that everything will uh, will will yeah. happen. Um, you feel like that there is going to be this increase in scouting as well. You feel like there's going to be this yeah. outreach that happens. Um, I know that uh, Uli Ulianes um, is a kid who they think is going to go to Europe, but his everything so far has been falling through. The Galaxy wanted to keep him. Dennis DeClosa has been putting a press on his parents and on him and being like, "Hey, we'd like to keep you." So you know, if this all falls through, we're here for you. Right. Um, that could be a really good thing to sort of keep for the galaxy so we'll see if that ends up happening there's some other younger kids who are going to turn 18 soon that are guys who the galaxy probably want to keep and i think dennis DeClosa understands that better than anybody who's been in his position yet so i think that they're going to be able to keep some of those younger talents that would have escaped and gone to mexico or gone to europe right um so i think that's happening as well so again all positive sort of things when you're looking at what the galaxy are trying to do you want to sell players sometimes tell me but you also want to keep players that you think could be really valuable to you if you hold on to them longer they could eventually be a piece for you that you could sell for a lot more money or they could really help the club so that's uh we'll see we'll see what how do that you goes. think of um alvarez efren alvarez efrain alvarez um i think that people are going to expect him to play a lot of minutes this year and i think that's far from the expectation of of, of dennis to <laughs> and i think to understands that uh alvarez has some u17 i believe um world cup qualifying with mexico and then eventually uh the actual finals and that that's going to keep him busy and so I like him. He's. I think he's going to be great for the galaxy. I like him. I don't. I don't think I would say he's a starter, but I think. And he's also very young. How old is he? Uh, he is sixteen. Yeah, he's yeah. very young. Yeah. But that kid is talented, and I. Yeah. I think he will get some minutes this year. I don't know if it's in U.S. Open Cup, but I think it's gonna be it's gonna be limited only because his international yeah, calendar is gonna be. I would so imagine full. that it would be on something like the Open Cup. So if it comes, if his playing time really ramps up, it's probably gonna happen at the end of the year more yeah. than it is at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I so, agree. So again, just just sort of be patient with uh, with uh, Alvarez. I think he's gonna be really good. I think he can be good. He's a little undersized for me, but at the same time, you I don't agree. need to be big. Yeah, but he could put on a little bit. He's Just a boy. A little bit. That's, he's a boy. Yeah, he's very young. Yes, yeah, he is. He is. He's, he's got time to develop young. those muscles. He's but really he's good. talented. He he's is really good. All right, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see exactly how that all goes down. All right, I think that. Uh, I think that about does it. You made it through your podcast. What do you think? I did, guys. I was really nervous. She, she was nervous. Um, before I it was nervous. I'm like, Josh, I might not even talk that much. <laughs> you take it away. But no, I'm glad. I'm glad I was here. Thank you for having me. Yes, we were. We uh, love having you. So. Uh, uh, I'm sure we'll get to get you back down here again in uh, time. You had a long way to come to, so I appreciate you traveling yeah. all the way down to Corner of the Galaxy Studios here, uh, even with the the weather and the rain and everything that sort of uh, went uh, tried to keep you from getting here. So thanks for uh, for stopping by for sure. You're welcome. Um, why don't you tell people uh, where they can find you and uh, you know give all your pertinent information so that way that, that's that works. Should I give my social security number yeah, as well I'm while sure, we're at it? I'm sure. I'm sure people <laughs> would love that. Um, you guys know Twitter, Instagram at Dalmiberia, same handle. I'm sure I bombarded with feeds already. So uh, there's that. That's right. And then yeah. um, at LA... Sports Access. At LA Sports Access. Yeah, video Make... interviews, stories, everything you can find on there. Very good. All right. Well, Delmi, thanks for uh, stopping by. We certainly appreciate yeah. it. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com where you can find all of our articles, all of our podcasts, our videos, all that fun stuff right there on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Uh, and then, uh, you know, do us a favor hit up those shirts again just days left for those shirts um and then please 
think about coming to our live event. I, I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, there's going to be beer. It's all ages. Bring your family. You're perfectly fine there. Uh, if it rains, we'll be inside, so don't make that. But pregame with us here at Corner of the Galaxy, and I think that will be a, a ton of fun for us, a ton of fun for you as well. All right, uh, that about does it for us tonight. Uh, we hope everybody enjoys their weekend. Stay safe. Uh, the LA Galaxy return with some preseason games coming up very, very shortly. All right, for Delmi Barrios, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, Goodbye, everybody.